Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, episode 92. I am Eric. I'm Eugene. And today we will be in Kamen Rider 71, episode 22, entitled Soaring Monster Flying Squadrol. <laughs> it, it aired on September 4th, 1971. It was written by Masayuki Shimada and directed by Irata Orata. 23? Oh, we're on 23? Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, episode 23. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> 22, 23. Yeah, that area. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you won't. Uh, 22 is the Amazonia. Amazon ha. Amazon ha. Ha. Amazon ha. 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 Yeah, so uh, you can never, the way the 71 is made up, it's really hard to get anything because it's all uh, from the title because it's just a monster name. Yeah. Yeah, like, what? okay, so we know there's going to be a flying squirrel thing. Yeah. At least we're back to, like, living creatures. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because we had Poison Marthar, but, I mean... It, Which was also a flying creature. Right. They were like, that. those effects were so awesome, let's do those again. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's what it is. Maybe that's what's going on right now. They just have flying. Yeah. No, because I, I think our most recent one was actually the... the um. Did we just do Krabubbler? No, the most recent one was Amazon Hawk. Amazon, huh? Why does that sound so? I'm trying to even remember what that was. Like now, I'm like drawing a blank on. It was the one where we had, uh, where Taki had his like. Oh, 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 uh, his, oh yeah, his, the his, merman his, with the lipstick missile fingers. Okay, yeah, where Taki had his like lady FBI agent who I don't even think got a name. Right, never, never gonna see her again. Yeah, she was our underwater quote e- expert. expert. Yes, unquote, <laughs> which will not be seen the next <laughs> time we have anything to do with underwater. But yeah, so this is uh 23. It's uh, like I'm wondering when, what number it'll be that Nigo will be in the longer than Ichigo. Oh, you mean okay? So I think episode fourteen, I think was the last one we saw. Maybe actually, I don't remember when did I- when Ichigo bowed out uh, with the broken leg. It's not really his fault. <laughs> well, like there was, let's see here. Uh, the first one with uh, uh Ichigo uh, with Nigo was episode 14 yeah okay wow, uh, i remember that that's so random episode 14 is the uh well because episode 13 was the quote-unquote movie oh okay yeah, yeah yeah that's a good easy way to remember so uh even though uh the actor to catch uh the actor's last episode was um the uh the cobra man stuff mm. which was in uh nine and ten but so 14 so 14 uh so 13 episodes was with Ichigo. Okay. So Nigo can show up, and we are in episode uh, 23. Yeah, so 26 is when he ties. Yeah. And uh, I think Hunger comes back in the 40s. Okay. Hmm. I think it's in the 40s. You know, when you watch them all together, it doesn't really, you don't really. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it, it kind of makes sense, but let's see. Okay, if, if 13. He's, 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 he's out for like almost a year. Yeah, that, that adds up. It does. I mean, God, man, that it's like a, from what you said, like three places he broke his leg, right? No, I think he broke both his legs. Oh, both of them. Uh, that uh, it's like uh, conflicting reports about if he broke a leg or if he broke both of his legs. But it was a motorcycle accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, he's lucky. That's all he broke. Yeah. You know, he's, he's probably like a bunny hop or something, and then like. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, like I told you, I'm following his Twitter now, and he tweets a lot. He's like in his 70s. I have no idea how old the guy is actually. But he tweets all the time. It's like four or five times a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's always things like, <laughs> it sounds weird to say it this way, but it's like making Japan great again, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think his last one was just like, forget about, uh, it's, it was something about like, it does. I, I'm not here about, uh, forget about colors. 
because he too is in Japanese. So I'm trying to, it's like, forget about colors. I'm not here to label the left or the right, just be amazing or something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he's always about like the samurai spirit. And yeah. Stuff like that. Go which, for it. Which is just like, you don't like, <laughs> there's a difference between what the samurai spirit is supposed to be and what it actually yeah. was. <laughs> which well, is the same thing as like what knights were supposed to be versus what knights actually yeah, were. Like, what, what is chivalry actually if if they never actually you know held themselves to that standard at the time? Yeah, that's just like something that we remember, I guess. It's yeah, like, like not the, even really remember, but yeah, just like nobility. Yeah, like what is it actually supposed to be versus what it turned out to be? Yeah, which is the same. Which that's what samurais were. In, yeah, it, it, they were just the nobles of Japan. Exactly, no, um, it adds up. You don't. I mean, you didn't have to be a warrior to be a samurai. You could be an accountant. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the same for, like, literally everything. Like, gunslingers in the West. <laughs> you know, we have these romantic Western movies, which aren't, you know, they're not romantic. And, that you know, those uh, sweet, tender love going on. Yeah, but yeah. the point is that we're looking at it like, yeah, two, guys, two yeah. guys facing off in a duel that it's wet beating down their forehead. When really it's like, no, they cut the one guy out and shot him to death and probably stole his boots and yeah. his gold tooth filling and then. Left him there to rot in the street. That's what happened. That's yeah. what really happened in yeah. the Wild West. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to. I'm not trying to break everyone's fantasy mm-hmm. here, but there was an episode of Supernatural where they went back in time. <laughs> oh to yeah, the Wild exactly, West. exactly. <laughs> like everything was not as Dean was expecting it to <laughs> yeah. be, and yeah, uh, the, the the lady in the tavern was just full right. of life and Sam diseases. has like a regular outfit with like a <laughs> just like a a plaid shirt or something. Yeah. They, they're fine, and he's wearing like a. a like a sombrero, like a yeah, like a like, long frilly. He's wearing like a poncho. Yeah, something like that. And they're just like nice blanket. Just <laughs> <laughs> makes himself look like a total asshole. What was weird, super weird about that episode was that the made-up names he called himself Clint Eastwood, right? Uh huh. Or John Wayne. I don't remember if it was John Wayne or Clint Eastwood, but he called Sam Walker. Mm. And now he's doing Walker Texas Ranger. And now he's Walker Texas Ranger, the actor. <laughs> this is this is years. This is like ten years ago. It's like, probably like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like yeah. <laughs> somebody got it in his head, like, man, you'd make a great reboot of Walker. And so time comes up, situation's <laughs> right there. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go for it. Anyway, so uh, Dad, I'll say Fujioka's uh, email, uh, uh, Twitter is weird because he's because he's like known for other things also besides uh-huh. Common Rider. He was in a uh, it was another Takusatsu show about like firefighters. Oh, okay. Um, and then he was uh he was also Sega Tasanjiro, the spokesperson mm. for the Sega Saturn, and you know he's he does a bunch of other stuff. But uh, it's not like he's been writing off of that one season of Common Rider his whole he, life. Yeah, yeah. He's I I mean, and he's and he loves Common Rider. He still shows up with it and stuff. Uh, and like he was just in a, a ghost movie like five six years ago. Uh, but it's yeah, it's 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 funny. But anyways, so here we're talking about uh Nigo, not Ichigo, uh, who is like almost a secondary character in his own show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh last episode he had like four lines. Yeah. If that. Um it's like I'll I will i will save him. Let's jump through the water. Okay, see ya. That's- he only had <laughs> I think he only had two scenes with other people. Yeah, pretty much. Other than like fight scenes. He had uh one scene where he just rode up with and talked to t- uh the group. Yeah, the group and then the one where he's holding the guy to jump out through the sea or whatever. But then he was in the suit. Yeah. So no, the other line, the only other time was he was on the boat and he was talking to the oh, FBI. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like those, those are the only two scenes where like the actor was with the other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I mean, on one hand, it's nice to see everyone else being able to do something. Yeah. Uh, but it does kind of make it weird. He he's like the Deus Ex Machina. He just shows up. Yeah. Because I mean, at first it's like 
puts himself i mean it kind of i guess it makes sense for his character he's always going to be off doing whatever the heck he wants whenever he wants yeah it's like a whimsical let me go take this picture sure why not but uh but it's like so they do this thing where it's like he's investigating the whole thing and then he ends up the same spot where everybody else is yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you gotta love it yeah Yeah, there's always gonna be somebody there yeah like the nightclub's club's about to get bleached yeah uh but the girls are just happen to be there and they're gonna go to the, the phone booth room and not die from the poison spawn and why are they the only ones there why isn't there other people in the like the quiet space yeah. not dying well, they're the only ones making a phone call <laughs> <laughs> anyways so yeah this is gonna be a uh flying squirrel monster yeah because that's what you think of when you think flying squirrel is deadly monster mm-hmm. i mean you also think that when you think starfish but i just wonder if what's its mode of attack is going to be besides soaring down it's going to have like explosive breath or some sort of i don't remember squirrel spit nut grenades weird it does seem a little bit weird is uh is it's furry so it looks weirder different not weirder because they all look they all look weird yeah but it looks different than the other monsters because it's covered in fur Mm. because usually they're based off of like insects or like reptile or right yeah (laughs) <laughs> now it's a mammal. Yeah. I think there's been a mammal before, maybe. Maybe in like the first 13. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was a, a cactus. Right. Uh, there's been a couple plants. Uh, I guess bats count, don't they? Yeah. Bat. Bats technically a mammal. Yeah. Not a rodent, as we learned from Batman. I'm trying to think of what if Nego has is, is dealt with a mammal yet. Uh, Anything mammalian. Uh, uh, I don't think so. No. Nothing's coming to mind because it's like we got starfishes. We've got starfish. So far, so far, Nego is dealt with cactus, weird dinosaur thing that doesn't really <laughs> exist, starfish, crab, caterpillar, and moth, and then uh, merman. And merman, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think other than bat, because it was spider, bat, scorpion, plant, mantis, chameleon, bee, cobra, and Jabagandor. And Jabagandor, whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Which I guess can technically count because it has part bat. Yeah, Jabagandor is his own thing. And then uh, Gecko, and then he had to fight all of them. Right. Yeah, okay, so that adds up. This would be the fir- the second. Other than bat, which is like yeah. done differently. Like rodent. This is not, not mammalian, I don't know. It's, but it's a rodent, so it's it's yeah, also it's unique. Bats aren't rodents. <laughs> yeah. Bats, I think bats do count, but I don't know. It's been a while because it's like, I think it's got to do with... Uh, First off, I think breastfeeding is relevant for it to be a mammal. Yeah, a ba- bat so like is a mammal. Bat is a mammal, but it's not a rodent. Yeah, no, but squirrels are rodents. Are rodents? But I don't, I don't think they. I don't think they count as mammals because I don't know if they breastfeed. I don't know how that oh, works. Oh no, all rodents are mammals. Oh, there. Okay, well there you go. Yeah. Yeah. it's not its own thing. It's its Yeah, it, 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 I mean that adds it, up. It's, it's like a, fur and stuff. Because I mean, there's like fish that are not fish, but like aquatic animals that can be mammals because of I think uh, classifications for animals are freaking weird because it's like. Things that you'd think that animals could be classified on have nothing to do with anything. Like, I always thought maybe there'd be a classification for number of eyes, you know? Like, yeah, no, these are animals that have six eyes, and these are animals that have four eyes, and just what yeah. the heck. No, it's got nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it goes vertebrate, invertebrate, and then mm-hmm. it goes, like, uh, uh It makes sense mammals. to the people that matter. Yeah. And anybody that's paying attention. Yeah, so uh, all rodents are mammals, and... Uh, so they like bats are mammals, but they're not classified as rodents. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else. I don't remember exactly what they were. They're not. They're not cave rats. Yeah, <laughs> they're little little cave puffies. What they are. Uh, they're not birds. No. Um, and they're not fish. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. The other thing that doesn't classify is they never classify like where they live. Oh, like yeah. Um, I think there is. It's like 
oh, what is the word for something that lives in a cavern? It, the point is it's not relevant when you're talking about the animal. Uh, biology. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, that's why, like, dolphins are mammals. Yeah, because it's like it doesn't matter if it's aquatic or if it's subterranean or anything yeah. like that. You're just, it's a mammal's a mammal. Yeah. I think, th- I think that was the one I was thinking of, dolphins being mammals, and you're like, what? What are you talking about? Is this like live birth or something like that? I Except can't remember. Except you're a platypus. Platypus lay eggs, but are classified well, as mammals. What the hell is a platypus anyway? It's like an abomination. Like, it's got like a... So you know the first time... So, like... <laughs> it's like some amalgam two, creature. Two funny things. That's a so, shocker experiment right there. Yeah, so two funny things. Uh, one is uh, tortoises, and the other is uh, platypus. So... Back in the 1800s, for anything to be classified as a mammal, it had to be brought back to the Royal Academy in England. They would examine it and classify it as a mammal and then uh, classify it as an animal. And then, like, the, the okay. person who discovered it would get credit because otherwise people just make up all sorts of monsters. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So they brought a platypus, and the Royal Academy didn't believe it was real. They believed it was sewn together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like they, a beaver with a duck. Because it's not a live platypus. Yeah, it was yeah. a dead platypus. The other one that's hilarious, this is absolutely hilarious, is it took like 60 years, 50 or 60 years after a tortoise was discovered before one made it back to the Royal Academy. Do you know why? Why? Because they were so freaking delicious. Oh, they just couldn't help but eat them? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I can see that. I can see it. it. No matter how many they got, they were eaten before they made it back to the Royal Academy. (laughs) If you look at, like, Darwin's journal, it's almost like a cookbook. It talks about how, how delicious every animal is. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's like it took years uh. before. <laughs> they talk. It's like the description of it makes it sound like it's like meat made of butter almost. It is like, Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had some good turtle, uh, so I can only imagine something that's. Uh... <laughs> but it's just like everybody just kept eating them. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, so class, it's so primitive, but so modern, you know. Yeah, it's like I can see it. That's the, even today. That's the first thing you got to do when you find a new species. How does it taste? Yeah, it's like okay, this mushroom was bad. We need five more volunteers for these other five species of mushroom. So I, I wanted to do a. Uh, I always thought it would be funny to get like sponsorship grants to determine the tastiness of animals based on their ugliness. <laughs> Because I personally believe that the the, uh, the the uglier animal is, the more delicious it is. <laughs> I think that might pan out. So then I would have to like I try I'd have to eat koala. I would have to eat panda. You yeah. know, I'd, I'd have to try these things out. One one of everything. <laughs> it's like I need. To this know. is for science. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, the, pandas are on the up right now. We can. I mean, from what time. like from what I understand, like things like the Komodo dragon, which is ugly, is incredibly delicious. Yeah. Tortoise. I bet. I seriously bet. <laughs> you know. You know. Whatever anybody says, pigs are ugly. But uh, yeah, they are. Well, I mean, okay, I, I can see it. Like when they're really small and they're clean, they they can kind of look cute, but they're still pigs. So instinctively, I think pigs are ugly. I think pigs have become socially that's cute. yeah, that's relevant. Yeah, because you, you make a cute video of pretty much anything. Yeah, cows are ugly. They are, but you can make them look. Cute. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a difference between like aesthetically pleasing and socially pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like where where we get like weird like beauty pageants or like social yeah like, versus like instinctive i mean like there's a bit there's blendings and stuff like that. anyways um <laughs> that being said i wonder how squirrels taste yeah uh, <laughs> oh dude it's good squirrels good it's really good i bet i'm not trying i, I have okay I've, I've had squirrel fried i have had squirrel stew uh squirrels shish kebabs i'm telling you Get you some squirrel. One of these days, get a pellet gun, go out there, just destroy nature. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, 
I've never had a meat I don't like. Yes. No, I guarantee you, you would like squirrel. You'd be like, wow, this is like, I don't know. It's kind of hard I to mean, describe. I've, eat, I've eaten insects. I've eaten all sorts of organs. Yeah, insects. I haven't had many organs. I've eaten eyes. I've eaten brain, uh, you know, tongue and all that stuff. Yeah, we all miss Ted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kidding. Uh, um, but like cow and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, goat. Cow, cow eyes and goat brain. Uh, raw goat brain. I had a raw goat brain when I was in Nepal. Frog goat. What'd you say? Raw goat. Oh, raw goat brain. Uh, yeah, I heard frog goat brain, and I was like, dude, okay. It's, like, it's affecting this? me right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, that pans out, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, let's so, go see what the squirrel does besides fly. Would it be cannibalism to eat this hybrid squirrel thing? Is it? Well, that's just it. Is it got a human in it at all? I mean, yeah, it's like, it depends on like how they it, made like, it. Is it cannibalism if it's no longer human? Mm, okay, yeah. These are these questions. Like, say... Say uh, you knew somebody, well, you didn't know somebody, but somebody got, like, their brain put into an animal. Yeah, would it be cannibalism to eat that animal now yeah. that it's got a human brain? Like, it's got a human mind behind it? <laughs> I guess, really, it just comes down to, would you get arrested for doing it? Because then you could just do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, so like, yeah. So, it's like, how close? How close does it? Yeah, where do we draw the line? Yeah. Where do we draw the line? If it, if it speaks, are we allowed to eat it? That was one of the rules in the Chronicles of Narnia, that... Uh, like you weren't allowed to eat uh, talking animals. Okay. Like, and because there was there was like talking deer and non-talking deer. Oh. And talking deer were like a, a race, like elves or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. non-talking deer were just animals. Gotcha. I feel like that's kind of Pokemon rules too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how it works. We're just not seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but they all talk. They all say their name. I know. Well, I mean, that's just it. That like, if they if they're Magikarp and Feebas and all that, are they just regular fish though that you're allowed to eat and you can't battle with them? No, I think you can just eat any. And uh, yeah, and the question just, is, what are you just not allowed to eat ones that are your pets? Yeah, like what draw? Where do we draw the line there? Is every animal capable of being battled in Pokemon? I mean, in I guess in Pokemon Go, you you kind of feed them to each other. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Because you send them to the doctor. Dude, it's a dark, brutal world. You send them to the uh, the professor, and he gives you candy. Yeah, like pokey blocks and whatnot. So, like, you send him like a squirtle, and you get a squirtle candy back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you feed that to another Dude, squirtle to make him stronger. Dark, dark horror <laughs> world for children. Uh yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go watch this way less darker show about yeah, these Nazi scientists. Shocker battle. This, these Nazi scientists creating shock uh, and trying to destroy the world. <laughs> we'll be back for Nazis. For, destroy the world for Nazi. Yeah. No, we're not. Okay, and we're back. I was surprised by actually how much actually happened in this episode. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's all I've got to say to that. A lot, a lot did happen. It was a lot of back and forth. Um, it's like all of the subplots they've had in all the other episodes, they decided to have them all in this episode. Yeah, basically. Which means that the 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 villain ends up being like the biggest... I, I don't know if they wanted him to be a squirrel brain or something like that, if there's some sort of deeper meaning to this. I don't know, but he's an idiot. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. He's the least intelligent villain of everyone so far. Yeah, it's weird. Because it's like... His motives are extremely unclear. I honestly thought this was getting dragged on into a two-part episode with how it was going. Yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> no. But uh, so the episode starts off with, uh, I feel like how it always starts off, with dimlit science. Yeah. <laughs> Just a dark room with people huddled around something. Yeah. Um, and they, okay, so you see this guy with a uh, a welding mask on, very carefully drawing out some red fluid with a syringe. Well, the guy with the mask doesn't isn't drawing it out, I think. 
Because there's like several guys. Yeah, there's three guys in the room. Yeah. Um, it's it's basically the head scientist and his two uh, assistants. assistants. Yeah. But they so they go over and they they squirt the syringe very carefully onto some cotton swabs, and a guy lights a match and throws it on there, and it it makes a huge explosion. It's only a, it's a very small amount of fluid. That's the important part yeah. of the scene. And we find out that it's uh, jet fuel. Yeah, they're basically trying to make a more efficient uh, a fuel so that way they can eventually shoot rockets to Mars and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's the end goal is rockets to Mars. Yeah. In, so th- in, in, 19, in 1971, that was the end goal. And in 2021, we've made a rover yeah. to Mars. We're getting, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years later. <laughs> well, we find out why. I mean, obviously... If Shocker wasn't around, we'd be in Mars already. Yeah, Shocker's screwing things up. So they, uh, I don't know if you know, but I, because I know you're 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 reading My Hero Academia, but in My Hero Academia, they never actually say what year it is. Right, they're pur- purposefully vague. Yeah, and at one point they say that uh that they're way farther in the future than you think. It's just that everything that's going on is making production kind of well, yeah, or, because or, uh, when superpowers advancement ar- 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 arrived up, because they actually never say how long ago superpowers came out too. Mm-hmm. But when superpowers came in, it like lowered everything, and they're just now getting back up. Because yeah, chaos reigns supreme. Well, yeah, that's what happened. There'd be like destruction, <laughs> like yeah. somebody like accidentally destroying the power grid because yeah, they're so electric it's just powers. Like now, or... Which is the reason why like some uh, technology is weird versus other technology. It's weird because some technology advanced and some didn't. Yeah, didn't. it's honestly one of those uh, uh, those tropes, like story tropes, that I don't mind because it it lets you make whatever kind of weird science you want while still excusing the fact that we're using the exact same kind of cell phones and yeah and then there's also like there's super powered super science like, yeah you know but yeah like uh anyways so like the idea is like if shocker wasn't around like superpowers in my hero academia if shocker wasn't around we'd be way farther yeah. advanced I mean, this, yeah this is 100 what happens this episode too <laughs> yeah it's like it's like, this is like, i think the second or third time where they're like oh this would be so great if used correctly but it's in the shocker. wrong hands we got to get rid of it yeah <laughs> but so, um so they decide hey let's test it out tomorrow on the on the rocket test or we're gonna do a rocket test tomorrow and so they they're they're all out there and um they have a hundred cc's of fluid in this rocket Uh uh-huh and they're like are you sure that's going to be enough to send this rocket into orbit and he's like oh for sure no question while also questioning it but that's okay so for us that's uh that's about three and a half ounces okay yeah good i was going to ask you what that that (laughs) is too because uh, it's less than three. It's it's like less than three. It's like three point three or something like that. But like, so it's very very little. Right. It's like a shot glass or something. Yeah. Or it's, it's not even a full glass of water. It's, yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah. Like a third of a soda. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> says CCs, I'm always expecting they they need it stat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um. So yeah, it's, it would be. I think it's be about what's in a of a, a syringe or something. Yeah, well, because the shot glass is like, uh, it's like one ounce is usually a shot, and then two, which it's means a double that two like, ounces. which means that uh, the proportion into what we demonstrated earlier is not accurate whatsoever. No, it means that like that should have been a much bigger explosion. <laughs> yeah, they squirted out at least an ounce into that thing, and if that was enough to get a third, like okay, if three and a half shots. Got you to Mars. It doesn't get you to Mars. It get it launches it, this into ro- the orbit. Yeah, it launches um, this rocket, and they're saying. I think they're saying that like they could get to Mars with seven hundred. Yeah, I, I think, think that's that, what I think, I think that's what it pans was. out. Yeah. Well, I know seven hundred comes up later because that's what they have left. That's what their storage is, and Shocker wants to ki- take it from them. I mean, that's what eventually the the whole point is. Um, but the point is, yeah, three point five is all you need. So hundred cc's is all you need to get a rocket into space. That's crazy. Somebody's out there. I wonder what that alcohol proof on that is. 
take a drink of it. Oh, the 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 the, the rocket fuel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guarantee you, somebody to try it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, they launch the rocket, and the weird thing is how nonch not nonchalant, but like serious the professor is. Yeah. Uh, I think they're like, okay, act like you just invented a horrible weapon, but it needs to be made yeah. serious. Yeah. But like, it's going to be good if it's used right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, he's already aware of all the consequences. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, if you knew this going along, like, why would you finish the project? You know? Well, he says later. Yeah. It's like, he almost seems like he should be doing this with the government. Um, but then at the well, same I mean, time, it's like, it's okay, like so you know, this, they're going to use it this for This is a, a whole lot better than the death laser. Yeah. Because the death there's laser least, was just a death laser. At least there's a, an immediate practical application. This is just like, it's a rocket fuel that could be used as an explosive. Yeah, because at least the death laser, but they, you know they that started he, with this, oh, we're going to use this to clear out landslides or something. So the thing is, is that they know that it's, because he always, they always explain it in the explosive power. Yeah. There's <laughs> like, the explosive power of this, the explosive power of this, the explosive, I'm right. like, you're supposed, it should be a propulsion power of this because yeah. you're talking about a rocket. It should yeah. instantly go to your mind of like, going to blow things up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> plus it's like if you're trying to, if you're trying to assess how well the fuel is going to take you to space, maybe you don't want it to be like explosive in the way that it's like boom or yeah. like a, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this explosive radius of, oh, it's like, okay, but I would like my rocket to like go forward. I don't want it to. It, to be, neither one is a rocket sciences. No. But, um. No, I don't know propulsion <laughs> physics or any of the trajectory necessary yeah. to get. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, circular um, shape of the Earth. So it goes back to Shocker, who's watching all science everywhere, always. <laughs> right. They're like following every science blog. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's just like, okay. And so they reveal their monster. Yeah. Rise, Squirtle. And he's like, <laughs> awake suddenly with this fur suit so, on. Yeah. The fur. The fur. It works. It looks. Weak. It's a very weird suit, man. It's, it's like at first I thought I was like, is this supposed to be a beaver? And then I was like, okay, this is like a chipmunk. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I kind of see a squirrel, but it's got like weird yellow cheek it's hor- thingies. It's got horrible teeth and like, yeah, uh, it doesn't look good. No, it's it's awful. Um, but I think they were going for the rodent part of squirrel. Uh huh. Because it is a matted fur, and it's just like I will say that it's a hundred percent unique compared to every other suit. Yeah. You're not going to mistake this one. No. This one, yeah. this <laughs> It's kind of funny. Uh, so we get a rundown of his powers. He can jump up to 100 meters. Yes. And he can glide 200 meters. But that's oh, not all. But, no, but they also mentioned here about the, uh, uh, the, the explosive that 700 cc's. Yeah, because this the, is where I got the 700 A CCs random from. shocker goon is like, but, but boss, why do you want this fuel? And they're like, shut up, you idiot. No, he says that 700 cc's of this is equivalent to one kiloton of TNT. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they have. That's just what they have stored left over in the science facility. Yeah. That they want to go take so that way they can blow up uh, Sapporo. Yeah. I don't remember where they were today. I think they're in Hokkaido. Hokkaido? I think so. Yeah. I think Sapporo is just, I'm not sure exactly where Sapporo is. I just know Sapporo is also um, a beer. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's a beer, but it's that's, that's like Takate. It's a, a beer brand, but it's also a place. Mm. Like I've been to Takate, but like Takate is also a beer brand. Just uh, uh, probably in the local area or whatever where it's yeah. brewed. Um, uh, so yeah, they, they their plan is to blow up a, a place with this fuel. I guess it's 
Which is like, the, so the thing is, it's needless, like if but I, I guess was, understandable. If I was Jugger, I would kidnap the scientist. It's a, you know, honestly, that was that's a logic that I'm going to bring up uh, later. <laughs> Instead of just like just the extra they have, yeah. <laughs> Let's just take what they have, and also the amount of work they have to do. Wouldn't it be easier to to steal a kill a ton of dynamite? Yeah, or make it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those. I guess it's because you could easily transport and set up 700 CCs versus. Yeah, I mean, you could hide this. It's very easy to hide. Yeah, versus 100, you know, like a kill a ton of dynamite. It kind of tends to stick out. So they don't say. Uh, so I'm like, I wonder. So they say a kiloton. So a kiloton is different than a ton. Mm-hmm. A ton is 2,000 pounds. A kiloton is 1,000 yeah. kilos, which is uh, 2,200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. there's actually i think like i, I looked at, into it one time and there's like more than uh actually can't quote it but there's quite a few ways that you can take ton and it means something else like yeah the measurement makes no sense we don't know how to measure in america <laughs> or anywhere else well no because there's metric tons and then there's imperial tons right you see my point it's just like it goes on <laughs> yeah and standard tons I so i used to have to deal with this when i worked in uh logistics for like the international organization I worked at because we would get things from all over the world. Oh, so, yeah, okay. It'd be like, here's in pounds, here's in tons, here's in kilotons, here's in kilos. <laughs> You're like, come on. Come on, I gotta figure out how to... Then they'll be like, give us shapes, and I'm like, I gotta figure out how to put this in the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this many meters by this many meters. Okay, this one like, goes with the triangle shapes, and this one... <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, come on, people. I had to like this whole chart I had by my desk just to like figure out where things went and stuff. So as they're discussing, or as Great Leader is telling this random goon that has no business asking this question. Yeah, they just needed some. Uh, they're just like, on. squirrel's too dumb to ask. <laughs> the uh, the outside sensors pick up just a random guy minding his own business. Hitchhiking. In the wrong place. Yes. And uh, this is somebody's son. I guess what I don't care about this is I think right before it goes to the shocker base, we see like two goons just standing out. Yes, they're just. guard. Random. So how did he get past them? <laughs> These guys are just. Kill them too. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, he this guy's I just think walking around. That shocker goons are like the worst henchmen ever. They are. It's like, why'd you even bother? You're just, like, just you should just you make should, some killer robots, man. You should just find out where Joker gets his guys from and then just hire them out. Um. <laughs> so th- there's this guy walking around, and Shocker's like, or you know, Great Leader's like, hey, you know what? Go test out your powers on this guy. And I was not expecting this. Of all the things, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially because explosives were brought up, I was thinking it was definitely going to be explosive nuts. Like I brought up, I was yeah. like, he's going to throw like a nut and it's going to explode. That's what I thought. Yeah. That was going to be nut grenades. Um, no, acorn obviously, grenades. The, ama- the obvious power of the flying squirrel is the ability to travel at supersonic speed and create a slipstream effect. Yeah, a slipstream phenomenon. He, he's going to glide by so fast. It's going to glide, not fly. Yeah, glide, glide by. by so fast. That his organs are going to rupture. That, that is, yeah, the the slipstream effect is going to create a vacuum and it's going to rupture this guy's organ. Yeah, just totally tear him to shreds, but yeah. only internally. Yeah, they they have like this swirling effect on the screen to show that it's happening. Yeah, and the guy, the, whoever's getting hit, will like spin around for yeah. uh, whatever reason. Because that's obviously what flying squirrels do. Yeah, right up with the hearing ability of rhinos. Dude, if I ever saw something get, what's the past tense of glide? Glided? Glowed? I think it's like just, if you're getting gl- glided upon, <laughs> it's like I feel like there's a verb there because it's a it's never something that you would say. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if if I ever saw somebody get glowed down, <laughs> glided down, yeah, like literally, can you imagine if that's how they hunt their prey in the wild? They're carnivores, we just didn't know it. Yeah, they just like, shoosh, shoosh, the, animals the just died left and right. Like, <laughs> uh, so they had to fight. So they kill this guy. And then it goes to uh, the racing club. Yeah. 
uh, Hayato's just coming in, and uh, Tachiban is there, and he's all upset. And then uh, Hiromi's there, and uh, he goes, and he's like, hey, and she's like, being all grumpy, man. And then uh, Hayato goes over to Hiromi, and he's like, what's where are the girls? And he's just like, uh, and then it's like, <laughs> Tachiban. They're on vacation. Yeah, they're on vacation. Never get any work done around here. <laughs> and I just like, there's no customers. Yeah. And I'm like, do they work there? I thought they paid to be there. Yeah, see, I'm so, I'm so confused. Yeah. Continually confused <laughs> yeah. about the dynamic the, 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 the of the everyone dynamic. and what's Who going works on. There? Who does Hiromi works there. What That's is your business now? A writing club? I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. Hiromi works there. She has since it was a cafe. Yeah. That's that's established. And we she actually just sh- likes the possibility of danger. Yeah. So she works there because her best friend s- scampered off to Europe with Common Rider. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, and then uh, the other girls, they showed up to join the racing club. So I thought they paid to be there. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe they worked there also. Who knows? Who knows? It's just like with whether or not they know Common Rider is yeah. Hayato. It's like... <laughs> Sometimes, so yes sometimes and no. <laughs> Schrodinger's and so then he's just like writer. he's just like oh so where's Taki and he's like he went he went with them. <laughs> who do you, who do you think you're ranging? He had orders from the FBI, which is established that everybody knows Taki works for the FBI, but he doesn't. We've established that he's an Interpol agent undercover as an FBI agent. Right, he's tricking <laughs> you with that. Yeah. Like when, would, have you ever met any other FBI agents that weren't part of Taki's group? Yeah, they're all and uh. They're all undercover Interpol agents acting as FBI agents to throw Shocker off the trail. So yeah, Shocker yeah. is over in like Shocker. Shocker's over in uh, America, just decimating, killing hundreds of FBI agents, trying to find out who's Taki's handle. Right, and, like Taki's doesn't even work. For yeah, them. <laughs> wrong country, man. Yeah, people are dying left and right. <laughs> who's Taki's handler? Right. Who's Taki? Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> Just tell me, please. Um, so yeah, then we we find out that they're basically on a date. Yeah, because they're sort of married, sort of not married. This is a cover marriage, but I guess they know that. Yeah, <laughs> but they're uh, like with her though. Like I was so weird. It's like they're holding hands and walking down. Yeah, the road. so it's Mari. So when they said the girls, it was just Mari and Goro. And uh, yeah, and Taki. Yeah, and Taki. Yeah. So those are the girls who went on vacation. Yeah. The, so all three of them. Yeah. This episode was. I'm going to say that right now. This episode was definitely cobbled together uh, from scenes that they just had because you could tell from just the way that they're dressed in certain scenes that it was like this was supposed to go with this, but it didn't. And then there's like you can tell that these people were here that day and these people were here that day. <laughs> yeah. And just like that, where it's like there's confusion on who's like the girls, but one girl. Yeah. That's it. So anyway. It, this is basically tourist shot montage where we just get to see the sights and them enjoying the scenes. You know, like, hey, look at this. We're going to do a pose outside of this, uh, like in front of this sculpture that was part of, a, I think, a series or a manga that turned into a series. I can't remember. No, this is this is a this is a statue of uh, like a famous guy. OK. And uh, I don't remember who it is, but it's it. But like they say, his famous quote, boys be ambitious. Yeah. Um, it's like something in Japanese history. I don't remember the whole story. Uh, but yeah, so they're basically just doing like sightseeing montage. Mm-hmm. Like they do whenever they go to a different place. Yeah. And yeah, it's like they're on a date. Him, Taki, Yuri, and her little brother. Yeah. Because he's like got a flower for her and they're holding hands. And like, well, like. Uh, it's really weird. Well, like they're holding hands and then Goro, who's his her, her his little brother, like breaks them up. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, cry chop. Here's a, here's a flower for you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they're on. So they're on. They're on top of a. They're on a lookout tower, like yeah. in a tower. Um, 
It's a radio tower of some sort. And uh, Goro is like looking through the binocular. Yeah. And he sees the monster fly by. Yeah. Because it, it sounds like a plane. Yeah. Because that's how you glide. Yeah. You glide like a plane. <laughs> he, glide on, he could fly to Mars probably. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, and then he's just like, it's a monster. And so Taki's just like, don't mess with me like that. Uh, the first time that uh, um, they haven't instantly believed that like the monster was real from a kid. But yeah. th- this makes sense because um, it wasn't like he was attacked by the monster. Right. If he had said he was attacked by the monster, Taki would instantly believe him. Right. But this is like, you know, get away from my sister. Here's a monster. Yeah. Um, and then he <laughs> looks and he sees the monster. And he's just like, oh, that's real. I got to go. You got to go back to the hotel. I'm going to go take care of this. Yeah. He just rushes off to the lab. Because remember, Taki driving. believes he's the main character. Yeah. He thinks he's the star of the show. And then Hayato is his sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> So he busts down the door to the lab. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, in his own way, he is the main character just of a different uh, FBI-centered story, I guess. Yeah, where he just happens to be friends with a spear. That'd be a pretty good show, actually. It would be. I would actually, I would watch that. Where it's just like, um, it would be. I feel like that would be the best way to do, um, like, a uh, 20th anniversary of, of something like Double um, and the next two that are based on the same world. Yeah. Is that it's centered around a guy working in an organization well it's like there was a really good comic book series called gotham central mm. and it's centered on the cops yeah. in gotham and like uh but it was a more serious like thing where, right like, gritty uh, and gritty they had to hire somebody a civilian to turn on the bat signal because okay. they couldn't turn on the bat signal because the the state the stated um idea of the government is that batman doesn't exist <laughs> okay <laughs> so they have a uh, a guy who technically his only job is to turn on the bat signal. Fair enough. <laughs> because a government employee couldn't do it. Right. So he's, he's an independent not... contractor. Right, right, right. <laughs> Loopholes. Yeah. So, But, I mean, it was like a serious one about like people dying left and right and how mm-hmm. they're powerless without Batman and all that stuff. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like it could be like one where like it's actually like more like um, a whole show that would be around like um, Maggie Sawyer. She was uh, – uh, she was like the head of the special crimes unit in metropolis mm, and yeah. so like like you have a hero who is a good hero and you're just like you doing your thing here and then yeah when the bad like we said common Rider just comes in and beats the monster but taki's pretty much doing everything else. right exactly <laughs> uh so uh taki so he, goes yeah. yeah he basically busts down the door to this lab and everyone's like oh the heck what are you doing here <laughs> he's busting his shockers after something what are they after what are they after you don't you don't belong in here also who's shocker yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, you know, refreshing. Yeah. It's where it's like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Get out of here. And um, right, right before he busts in, uh, one of the assistants just left the room with a case. Yeah. And then we hear, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so we, they run into the hallway and there's this dead, not dead guy. It's this guy on the floor. Yeah, he's on the floor. I was kind of, it's like, it just kills me when things like this happen. If you're going to attack him, why not just finish the job? Like, why would you ever leave the guy to be like, oh, he went that way? I don't. Well, that's because they only have so many actors. <laughs> <laughs> so he, it's a budgetary they, reason remember also, you know how shocker can only kill people at certain times of the day at least knock him out enough that he doesn't wake up in time to point that you're I, right there in i the think hallway. i think it's in the shocker bylaws that you can only kill people kill it like certain times of the day because that's why they, <laughs> they put everybody in jail cell right they're like we can only kill you on like on certain hours it's union rules <laughs> so taki sees the squirrel uh, runs over and gets probably the most brutal beatdown of Common Rider history. Oh yeah, because he's using a case which, mind you, has explosives in it. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it's not volatile <laughs> unless there's fire. 
apparently, because there's so many times where it's this like, oh, is this where it's going to explode? This is the yeah. blunt weapon that he's just... Like, <laughs> and yeah, he, he gets a suitcase beat down, he gets punched, he gets kicked. And then Hayato uh, shows gonna up. be peeing blood, because... And then Hayato just shows up. Right, just shows up. Yeah. Just shows up. Because <laughs> he... Cause, well, earlier he's just like, oh, FBI, that must mean there's something going on, so we tracked him down. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just like, uh, yeah, because they, because they, um, because Hiromi said, said, yeah, uh, Hiromi said that he got orders from from the FBI. He's like, FBI Uh, must be a shocker. Yeah. But the fact that he knows exactly where to go, I I guess he's got super hearing and all that. So he's probably, he's probably tagged him. True. He tags everything. Yeah. (laughs) He's has like, he's got (laughs) it. He's like, I got to keep track of this, this, and this, and this. And now I don't know which trackers to what. So he starts chasing the, the squirrel on foot, and uh, I love the scene because he like the squirrel just like turns around and like raises his arm like a bear would, like, <laughs> and then stops and like runs away again. Yeah, yeah. It was and he's doing his jumping, bit. and it's just jumping, and he's just like he does like this huge, awesome like flip, flump, th- jump, and then lands on a wall that's like two feet off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and looking back at Common Rider, like, can you do that? <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> uh. So, so yeah, uh, there's a bunch of flipping and dodging, and then he, fent- he eventually he flies away. And, and, and uh, Hayato transforms. Well, and sorry, glides away. Glides away. He doesn't fly. He does not fly. Mind you. Uh, then uh, Hayato transforms and chases after him. Yeah, chases him off on Cyclone. Um, so there's a... Th- th- Again, this is where direction in the episode starts to fall off hard. Because up to this point, it's digestible. You know, everyone has a clear motive. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, he's he's chasing the squirrel via the bike. And then three goons on motorcycles come up behind him and start chasing him. We've seen this before. They're, they're, they're probably like, we need uh, bike sales are down. We got to. Yeah. So <laughs> rather than continue to chase the squirrel, he stops. Does a 180 and decides to have a bike fight. Like he wants to do simul- like multiple chicken matches. Yes. So just, he fi- let's play chicken, he, he but I'm actually like run a good you down. like three minutes. Yeah. Just like forget the squirrel and chasing the squirrel down with the the highly explosive suitcase. I'm going to fight these three people who would have to have gone out of their way to catch up to me to begin with. I'm yeah. just going to meet them in the middle. It's like so his motives are off, and then this is the best freaking part because after he's taken out these goons. The squirrel lands in front of him. The squirrel just comes back yeah. and be like, how about a test? And he's like, huh? He's like, yeah, this. And then he basically explains that how explosive the bomb is. And, and they're going to blow up the do- National Diet Building yeah. and we're going to blow you up with it. To, to be fair, if they use if he used these to blow up Common Rider, Rayleigh would be cool with it. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, I wanted to blow up the National Diet right. Building, but you took out our biggest enemy. Yeah, so it's we'll, within, it's, it's, you know. This is, this is like, all, all subplots should be about, like, killing Common Rider. You know, whatever. <laughs> so what the squirrel's doing here is saying, okay, if you chase me, I'm just going to blow blah, blah, blah up. And so he's like, okay, well, I'm leaving then. And he does. For a second actually, there, didn't you think he was just going to actually leave? I thought he was leaving, yeah. But <laughs> no, instead like, he, he peels out and, like, basically dirt kicks up dirt. And then he's like, but I'm leaving with this. Snatches the suitcase like, and then goes away. And then the squirrel's just like, oh, I wish I had a way to go super fast to catch up. Right. Oh, gosh darn you. If only I could <laughs> fly or glide at supersonic speed or yeah, something. No kidding. <laughs> so then we get a scene of great leader rightfully chewing out the squirrel being like, don't ever come back here unless you have the case. This is stupid. I mean, he doesn't say it like that, but. Uh, <laughs> and then they go to the review of like the incident and it's it's uh, Hayato with the case and he's talking to the doctor mm-hmm. and then uh dangerous thing you've invented yeah and then uh Taki's there and uh they're talking back and forth about it and at one point uh Hayato's just like dude you shouldn't just go off by yourself yeah don't run off with that you're not the main character here and I'm just <laughs> thinking like again 
wait, 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 you just showed up, dude. You weren't even a part of this. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. just... And I love how Taki's like, dude, I have a duty to the FBI, yeah. which I don't actually work for. I'm just pretending. <laughs> but um, he's like, I have a job, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you want him to do? I'm not going to not... wait around for you to help. I'm like, I was just... And also, like, his job probably... His thing was just like, come to this area, see if there's a shocker base. That was probably his whole orders. Right. And he's just it's like... It's not to track down the squirrel monster that's going to snatch yeah. up explosives. So it's like, dude, dude, let him do his job. Yeah. Plus, you wouldn't even be here if he wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't know anything if it wasn't for the FBI feeding you information. Seriously. Um... So the uh, the head scientist this is, is like, like oh, uh, I've got to just destroy this thing. You sucks. Know? We're gonna have to destroy it. And it's just like, there's no way that we can keep Shocker from this. Yeah. So, so the it's not is... like I know how to make this stuff. Um. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what I was saying. This is the logic here. It's like, okay, so they're gonna now take it and convert it to H2O. They're gonna make it turn into water with some chemical agent. But the whole thing I'm thinking is like, okay, so you get rid of the the stuff, and now they just kidnap you and force you to make this again. And he's just like, I spent the last three years of my life on this. Oh well, yeah, meh. I'm just gonna turn it into to water and then be done with it. Like, and who, it's just like, who knows how much funding went into that? Yeah, meh, whatever. Yeah, sorry, you don't shocker. Get a return on investment. <laughs> um, and so he's he calls the radion department. They're gonna bring in. Uh, I think it was two three five or whatever. Right, I said two three five, which which would convert this rocket fuel to water. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like seriously, <laughs> like. That's not science, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, like, you can make it inert. Yeah, I guess. That would make sense, but, but you can't water. turn it to water. Yeah. Would you try to drink it? <laughs> it's like, this used to be rocket fuel. Yeah, the world's coming right. probably give me superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then then he, like, he like hears something, and he opens the door, and it's Yuri and Goro. Yeah. And they're like, and Taki's like, what are you doing here? I told you to go back to the hotel. And Goro's like, I... Uh, we came to beat the monster. We came to beat the monster. <laughs> and it's just like, rightfully, Goro's like, idiot. <laughs> Gosh. I think this episode is the result of the fact that everybody has been getting away with everything they've been doing. Yeah. 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 There's been no consequences. There have been no real consequences. They, they've succeeded in, like, everything they've done so far. This is the result of them getting cocky. Yeah. A I lot mean, of stuff is... in this in this episode is them getting cocky and failing. Exactly. <laughs> like, Taki's like, oh, yeah, I can take on a monster. I've been taking on a monster. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and he gets beat down. <laughs> and these other ones are like, we beat up Shogun Ruins. We can take these out. And then... Doesn't uh, work out. Yeah. Uh, so then... Uh, Hayato calls Tachibana for some reason. He's updating him, making sure everything's cool. Yeah, because that's never gone wrong. So uh, he's just like, okay, I found him. And he's just like, this is what's happening. And <laughs> Tachibana is just like, okay, um, what time is it? I can make the 2 o'clock. I'll be there in two hours. And he hangs the phone and like, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, Chairman? Uh, and he's like, I didn't want you to come. I just wanted to make sure to tell you that we're fine. <laughs> right. So then Tachibana looks at the girls because now the other girls are there. We have Hiromi and um, Yuri. Mari. 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 Oh. Yuri is Goro's sister. Okay, because you said Mari earlier, so I, I got confused. But I, okay, so yes, this is Mari. The tomboy one is Yuri. Yuri is the one that was on the date with Taki. Yes. Okay. So Mari. She's and the. Uh, she's the. Um, karate. Y- Yuri's the karate, karate. Mari's the fencing. Yeah. So he's uh, looking at the girls and he's like, okay, you guys handle the shop. I'll be back. And she just leaves. Out. Because that's everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I think this is when we get our mid splat for the episode. We're halfway through. Yeah, and then it goes, which a lot has actually happened. Yeah. Um, 
But then it goes to the airport. Good old airport switcheroo. This is like the third time I think they've done this. Yeah. It's like mysterious FBI agent comes out of the airport. No, this is the uh, this is the radio shooting guy. I know. I'm just saying like yes. the, the other times it's always been like somebody steps out of the airport and they're just like, yeah, I'm going to take the first cab that shows up or I'm going to take the first I'm ride I'm totally going to believe this person. It's like, so he's yeah. like, he, he, uh, it's the radiology guy. He pops out. He's got a case. And he's just like, I'm from uh, this branch, and we're here to take you. And he's like, oh, they must have called that. Okay, yeah, whatever. Cool. And then we see Tachibana run out of the airport shortly after. So I guess they were on the same yeah, flight. Yeah, same, same flight. Um, well, the phone calls happened just like a few minutes apart, so mm-hmm. that would make sense if they, were coming, if they were coming from the same spot. Um, so they're riding down the road. But I would have think, thought the radiology guy would have had to do a few more steps to bring a radioactive isotope across the plane. You'd think. Where Tachibana could just like, grab the bag. But this is pre-9-11. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Nobody yeah. checks anything. Yeah. It's a domestic flight pre 9-11. They'd be like, you look Japanese, get on the plane. Yeah, get <laughs> what could go wrong? I flew pre 9-11 once, and it was super easy. Yeah, well, I also flew once, um, and the thing is, I don't remember it. It was so simple. It was like, I remember being on the plane. I don't remember anything getting into the plane. I was young then. Yeah. So it was just like one of those, here I we w- are. I was, I was 16? 15. 15. Uh, me and my 15-year-old friend by ourselves got on a plane. We didn't even have ID. We had, I had like a student body card. Yeah. <laughs> the good and old I days. Fl- I flew to San Francisco and then we drove into Mexico and I lived in Mexico for a, for a month with no ID. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and forth across the border several times. No problem whatsoever. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that would not fly. You need your passport to go to Mexico now. Right. So, yeah, uh, they're driving down the road and then a smoke bomb, I guess, or a smoke grenade. grenade yeah. Yeah. Black smoke. Well, uh, very, very this small. This is your squirrel flowing, uh, throwing grenade at least. Yeah. Which it's like, I don't this, know. This always bothers me. So, I understand a flying squirrel. Flying squirrel, we're fine. Whatever. Um, flying squirrels can't hold things and throw them while they're flying. That's no. the point of a flying squirrel. Yeah. Like their, their arms are fully extended. Yeah. yeah. And they need that to glide. Yeah. Like if they were to fold their arms in, they would they crash and die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can't like throw things. while. They... So the smoke bomb stops the car and the guy, st- and again, this seems like so unnecessary considering, but the guy, the, he gets out of the back of the car and now there's two people in the front of the car and he's just like, Hey, what's going on? What's going on here? It, why are you out of the car first off to uh, figure out what's going on? Second, and then the flying squirrel comes down and just attacks him. He's like, "Oh, help, help! I'm being molested." I mean, that's not what he says, but yeah. So like, ah. this whole scene could have been taken out, yes, and you would have known what would have happened. Yeah, we already knew where it was going to begin with. Yeah, the, the, the guy got the guy got couldn't uh, the guy could have gotten into the car. They could have just obviously shown the driver, which they did. They showed the driver. Yeah. And then they could have shown that that driver was the only guy in the car who gets out with the case. Yeah. And then you would have been able to put it all together. But the thing is, like, why couldn't the driver and the other guy be the one that handles this? Like, why does the squirrel have to do this whole elaborate smoke bomb thing? Like, they could have just rolled up and parked without him ever throwing the smoke bomb. (laughs) Yeah. It's just an extra step. They were like, we have the smoke bomb in the budget. We got to use the smoke bomb. Right. <laughs> so they, they, I'm pretty sure that this is they actually kill this guy. Oh yeah, he's because never we seen never him. see him again. He's dead. Um. Uh. And so the next scene is they're at the science lab, and the two guys walk up to the door. Yeah, I want to point out something. So, um, this is an incredibly versatile, volatile explosives, right? Yeah. Um. We know that uh force doesn't cause it to explode. But right. What we know heat does. So what does this main scientist do next to it? Smokes. Yeah. Smokes. <laughs> smokes. 
the case is right there. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like whenever you see somebody smoking at a uh, a gas station. Yeah, and they're like, "Man, it smells like gas here," and you can t- clearly see where a puddle was. They're just oh, like, "Remember Zoolander?" Yeah, <laughs> gasoline. Uh-huh. Just because of your chiseled abs and jack, uh, uh, perfect cheekbones, you too can die in a freak gasoline fight accident. Yeah, the gasoline <laughs> fight accident. So stupid. Um. That was the point of it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, you always want to smoke next to the volatile fuel that can blow up a building. Right. Um, that a few ounces can blow up a building. Yeah. So they let him in. The whole time they're like, wait, is it you guys? The, yeah, it's hey, us. I, and they're I, like, okay. I don't know you. Why are they send two people? Yeah. So the head shocker's like, I'm sending you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the return of the smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. And, and he too. opens up the thing as a big smoke bomb. Yeah. And uh, one shocker goon grabs the case and runs out, and the other shocker goon. Uh, like guys tries to delay Hayato and stuff, and I like this because this this is this is like the dynamic that happens here. Is Hayato's like I'm going after the thing, Taki, you handle this. Yeah, he's like it's like this is not one Taki, one Taki analyst. Yeah, and it I think it actually is two. There, see that that, that was no, the thing. it's one because there was and then the other guy comes back. Right. Okay, so it's just one because it's just the two guys. Uh, because they have their magic shape shifting powers. Exactly. Um. And the other shotgun runs out, and he just throws the case to the flying squirrel. And so the flying squirrel grabs it, and then jumps onto a motorcycle. The grabs it, does like nineteen flips, lands on a motorcycle, starts driving off. And I was just like, yeah. Rather than glide off at supersonic speeds, yeah. he jumps on the back of a motorcycle. And so there's another. <laughs> so he, he Hayato comes down, punches a goon, henshin, jumps on cyclone, chases him down. Yeah. So it's getting good. It's getting juicy. The motives, like I said, are not clear at any point now. Everything's kind of jumbled and just kind of showing us the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> um, we see them drive out of a tunnel. So and it's a couple goons followed by Haito, and there's no squirrel. And Tachiban is there. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, on the side of the road. He was on the way there because he, the thing is, is like Tachibana, I guess, has enough money to just get on the plane whenever he wants, but not enough money to rent a car. Yeah. We don't, I don't even know if he can drive. I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen him drive. But he rents a bicycle. Yeah. And the thing so is, it's dude, like he was going to the same place on the same plane, but he's going at a much slower method of transportation. Right. <laughs> right. So maybe this is just the way to that facility. <laughs> you know, so that's why I can see why he's there. But he's got a big thing and he's taking it easy. He's got a big leaf. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And so the squirrel comes out from the tunnel. And, he's and so we like, find out that basically it, it was at a switcheroo. Yeah. The guy, they're driving through a dark tunnel and then he just probably jumps up and lands on the ceiling or whatever the heck flying yeah. squirrels do. <laughs> and then after they drive by, he comes down just enough to reveal his position. And Tachiban is like, oh, I'm going to chase him down. So now he's flying away or gliding away at supersonic speeds. Tachiban is on a bicycle, which and- obviously means... Tachibana can drive a motorcycle. I, I honestly think maybe the actor doesn't have a license or maybe it's expired or something because I was wondering that myself. Uh, they just have a motorcycle. They just have a bicycle for some reason. Because I'm trying to remember the last time he I ever saw him driving a motorcycle. He drove a car in the wedding episode. Yeah. But other than that, it's like... They probably just didn't have it in the budget because they have a lot, <laughs> they have a lot, there is a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. Um, That's fair. So, yeah... Uh. So then, um, yeah, we see a scene of Taki finishing up in the back at the the lab. He's taking on two yes. guys, he's just like grabbing his hand, head, and slamming him repeatedly. Yeah, into so the he case. takes out the two guys, ties them up, shoves them into a closet. He's like, "Stay there," and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go do something now." Um, oh, we forgot to mention at some point, uh, Mari. This is it. So, uh, they are beating. He beats them all up, and then like it just shows Yuri and Goro. They're just outside the facility. Yeah, they're just chilling, and Mari comes up. 
in the same outfit that uh, Yuri was in in the start of yeah, the Yeah, so, so she's dressed in like a traditional outfit. And uh, they were like, oh, hey, what do you, why, why are you just weird? She's like, well, the boss told me to stay, so I decided to come in disguise. Right. But we recognized you instantly. Yeah. <laughs> so Tachibana is, Master Disguise, you are not. <laughs> this is another, like, the, this, is, um, this is what I was saying about them probably having filmed a lot more than they used and then just kind of uh, just cobbling some crap this together. This could have been a two-part episode they made into one. Right. Because, you know, like I said, uh, there's several things that are just like, oh, look, we, we filmed this scene mm-hmm. and we spent money on it, so we should put it in here. Uh, <laughs> and so they when they're talking, they see uh, Taki throwing the goons into a closet, like through a window or something. Right. And they're like, let's, let's they do this to stuff. They around. Yeah. And uh, Goro hands Marty a stick because she's the, that's her weapon of choice. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't carry a fencing sword around all the way. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like everybody considers it a dangerous weapon. Yeah. Like, oh, God, there's a stick. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they walk in and they're like, hey, I got an idea. What we could do is we could find out what we can do is, is just you, you know, you and me and this kid. We're just going to torture these guys. To find out information. Yep. <laughs> this is what they say. We're going to torture these guys to find out information. Now, the funny thing is that Goro just like rolls his eyes. He's like, well, they'll never learn. Yeah. It's like now, a... so this is uh, what I like to call the justice scenario. So uh, this goes back to, um, I have these things like the SG-1 problem and all this stuff, but this is the justice scenario. So back in Power Rangers Turbo, there was a kid ranger. Okay. Justin. Mm. He was the blue ranger, but when he transformed, he was like normal. Mm-hmm. But he was a kid. And so they wanted to show in the show that, like, Justin was a genius. Mm. And, like... We're talking, like, Wesley here, too. Yeah. Well, and this is different than that. Because uh, Wesley was, like, a genius, but he had no social skills. Right. Justin was a genius, and how they had to do that was they made him just have common sense. Yeah. It's a superpower. (laughs) It's a superpower, so, So instead of making Justin a genius... They just made everybody else an idiot. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's this is what's happening here. Yeah, exactly. This is Goro is becoming this justice scenario. He's the only one that's just like, dude, we shouldn't do this. It's stupid. This but, stupid. But I'm just a kid. You're not going to listen to me anyway. Right. You're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so Every time somebody tells you not to do it, you do it anyway. So uh, this is the justice scenario where it's just like they just dumb everybody down to make somebody look smart. So we get a scene of the squirrel flying around and Tajibana chasing him. And then there's a tracking device. Because Kamen Rider, he's like, he's like following these guys. And he's like, wow. And then he's, he's looking like, at the tracking device or he's listening to it. looking at his it. watch that he only wears when he has a tracking right. device. And he's like, huh, even though I'm getting closer to them, the tracking device says it's getting farther away. They made a switch, and then he just turns around and drives away. Yeah. And he then there's off. a bunch of guards. And then for some reason, they're off their bikes having a regular fight. There was just a bunch of extra people there. They were leading him into a—I think they were just leading him into an ambush. Yeah, but the ambush was prepared for— this moment when he turns around. Exactly. You know. And then they just get off their motorcycles. Well, they really and understand common rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a peg, but they just can't seem to get the upper hand. Right around this time is when he'll realize we're being tricked. That's when the ambush happens. <laughs> so then we see the the girls are in the back seat of a car with the goons in the front seat of the car and they're like So uh, Mari Yuri now has a knife. Yeah, she has one of their knives. Uh, Yuri has one of their knives, and Mari has the stick, which they're afraid of. Uh huh. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, you better take us to your base, or else." <laughs> yeah. And then the tables turn immediately because the was... guards they speed up and then they slam on the brakes, which puts them forward. Which could have easily yeah. Mari could have stabbed the guy in the back of the head. Yeah, poke his eye out with the stick. Uh, they, they don't have much self perseverance. So, uh, and they snatch the weapons and turn the you know turn and they're like, "Oops, well that didn't work out." They snatch the weapons. The guy takes the stick. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, it's a stick. So it's a stick. 
the stick now. No. Uh, yeah, this is just the girls being stupid. But this is also the result of them successfully doing everything so far. Right. You know, they've they've taken out Shocker Goons before. They've, you know, fooled Shocker Goons. This is them being like, we can just do this. But the thing is, is they didn't realize is like all those plans were planned out by like Hayato mm-hmm. and Taki who like actually know what they're doing they kind of know what they're doing yeah. <laughs> whereas you guys know don't know anything and like no skills for this situation just yeah. stop yeah so you can fight you can fight and you can take out goons if it's like a straight-up fight right they're able to like fight and win right they're able to take out one or two goons each other exactly each, each. that's fine yeah. but like the strategy is not their strong suit. no clearly not th- not saying they're stupid they're just doing stupid things so <laughs> we see a scene with tachibana kind of wheeling he's, up and he stops and he's looking around like hmm and the squirrel's like jumping out from behind a rock and he's like Ugh. so he's like oh this is where your base is yeah um we see a scene a common rider not too far behind having apparently dispatched the goons and he's back on his uh, back on cyclone driving up um and there's like a lake scene because we're getting to see like the lake that they're at yeah i don't know what the name is but it's just whatever lake's there um three or four shots of the entire landscape so you yeah. can see how nice and pretty it is yeah, it looks like you know it's new nice zealand there it's it's a it's a hobbit scene yeah pretty much <laughs> and then we see uh tachibana getting attacked by the squirrel uh squirrel. so um squirrel. i guess the supersonic attack turns your your body it bursts your internal organs unless you're tachibana yeah i was thinking that myself he's, he's just like, tough ah. tachibana is actually a cyborg uh so common rider <laughs> appears <laughs> And, you know, this is like, kind of a, like what happens next is kind of just is like we'll talk about it really quick, but it's not because it happens really quick. It's actually the opposite. A lot of things are drawn out here. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> flip in. So it's the fight starts off with um, Common Rider squaring up with the squirrel and then Tachibana comes in, like grabs his legs. So that way it gets his uh, uh, his attention long enough for him to, I think, snatch the suitcase. Right. I think so. And then they're like, he, OK, so he has the suitcase and he's about ready to leave. And the squirrel's like. Look at that mountain. And I swear to God, I was thinking, hey, I'm going to laugh my ass off if he, he just looks and he just snatches the suitcase but and no, runs. Obviously, he tells him to use your super vision because there's a mountain like a mile away. Yeah, it's far, far, far distance. And and it's uh, the the girls in Goro are, are hostages. T- 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 Go figure, on a stick. And, and like, give me that. And I want you to point out, I'm not, I'm not going to hang up on this. They're using the stick. Yeah. Yeah, they're pointing the stick at him. <laughs> yeah. One of the guards has the knife, and the other guy has the stick. <laughs> you know that was a gag. You know they were having fun with that. Yeah. There's so, no way that was serious. It's not done, too. We're going to talk about the stick again. But so, And he's just like, okay, here, give him yeah, the case. So the deal is that if you give me the case, I'll release them. And I swear... He grabs the case, he jumps away, glides all the way to that mountain, and says, let him, let him go. You're like, what the? He's going like, to let him go. He's a man of his word. He's a, he's a squirtle of his word. He's a, he's, a, he's a flying squirtle of his word. Uh, unfortunately, Kamen Rider is not. Yeah, so they, they let him go and, like, Goro did stick, picks up a rock and kind of half-heartedly throws it. Which is just a distraction so that Kamen Rider can jump up. Now. Oh, and then he gets there and like kicks a goon and tells the girls to run and they do. And then there's a fight with uh the guard uses the stick against Common Rider. He dodges it several times. Oh, because he's afraid. <laughs> he grabs the stick and uses it on the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out this jocker goon with the stick. So it could have taken a guard out the entire time. Right. <laughs> Uh, he takes it out, and then there's this long fight sequence. Okay, so the, it starts off great because they're on like a very steep part of a mountain. So yeah, him fighting and the it, shocker goons is good, and the way that they're filming it, it does look like they're right on the edge and they're gonna fall off and die. Yeah. So um, so he takes out the goons, which is actually a good fight, and then yeah. it like 
cuts to them getting away, uh, and yeah, then it the, comes. The back. girls are like on a rail, so because this is again showing you just the tourist sites for this mountain. Yeah. Um. And then it comes back, and it's just like them fighting in like um the side of a mountain. Yeah, I'll what. try to sum it up. So first, they're they're holding each other's shoulders on top of the, the cliff, and then they're rolling down the cliff, and then they're holding each other's shoulders in another part of the cliff. Yeah, it's just it's very long sequence and it's then just like, he jumps out of a i think he like so he, he ends up doing they do some jumps and some punches and stuff yeah he like and then he does the, the squirrel does its drive by yeah it's thing attack. it does it doesn't it, it affects him but it's not going to kill him and he just jumps up and rider kicks him out of the sky he rider kicks him in the back yeah <laughs> oh because i forgot it, to mention too that the he common rider also did jump from the ground to like a mile away on top he, oh, of the yeah. mountain so it, he jumps and he kicks him Onto the explosions, right? The the thing which double blows up, and like you see the rest of the the club, they're there. Taki showed up, and uh, they're looking, and there's this giant explosion. And Gore's like, "Hey, it's coming right or okay?" Yeah. Well, you <laughs> forgot the part where the, there's just three random kids. They're like, "Yeah, he got him." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still I I think it was a contest, and they just got the the kid winners, and they were on Common Rider because yeah. this is still like. Well, it's just a two-second scene where the, he, he kicks and kills the squirrel, the squirrel blows up, and these kids that are just on the mountain <laughs> yeah, are just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what the? Where did you come from? <laughs> Why are you invested in this? <laughs> yeah. What is happening here? Do you just like explosions? <laughs> yeah. He just killed that squirrel. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, yeah, Goro's just like, oh, is he okay? And uh, well, the girls ha- are like, oh, yeah. Haito, uh, not Haito, because um, they would be there. Um Tachibana is just like, yeah, of course, he's fine. Think, maybe, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now, like, he basically calls them stupid, too. Like, he's much better off now he's not with you stupid people. <laughs> no, he's just like, he's like, Kamen Rider's tough, but I don't know how well he's going to hold out with, like, friends like you. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots like you messing the things up. And then Hayato, and once then, again. And, and the thing is, is like, they are like, oh, yeah. This was our bad. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't defend their actions. Yeah. They were like, we were stupid. Right. Well, the, the funny thing, too, is that it's like Tachibana, like, putting it all on them, even though he's also stupid. Yeah. It's like he, he's trying to, like, uh, pretend that he had nothing to do with all of this. <laughs> yeah, if he would just stayed back. Yeah. Um. So then uh, the ending sequence happens, of course, with Hayato renewing his vow to fight Shocker. Right. And driving like, off. In the again. Every Fine. time he's got to renew it. <laughs> It's like he's like he's leasing it. It's a short time release of his vow. <laughs> right, right, right. If something else comes up, I'm dropping it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'm renewing week. my vow to fight Shocker this week. Right, fine. All right. yeah. you talk me into it. He's, he's it's renting tentative it. at he, best. He's renting his resolve. <laughs> I'll do one more episode. But if I swear, if this movie deal comes in, <laughs> done. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, what is your suck? Squirrel was stupid. It was the stupidest. Like I said, it was just the motives were unclear. So many times where it's like, okay, you've you've given him the slip. Now just go away. Yeah. I mean, I realize there ended up being a tracking device, but that's not the first time. You know. Well, he it wasn't it wasn't the first time. It was the second time there was yeah. a tracking device. Yeah. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah. What is this? It's like I. This is one of those times where I guarantee you, great leader is just like. You know, he's over there, he's at his desk, and he's just rubbing Did his temple. Did we brainwash him too much? He's, like, putting some Alka-Seltzer in his water, like, okay, I swear. I'm going to talk to my therapist about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, do we do we, do we, we brainwash him a little too much? Yeah, it's a little too much. You know, we put a little bit too much squirrel in his brain. I feel like yeah. 
Uh, uh, yeah, for, so my suck is that final fight sequence. It was it's bad. Just, like so drawn out. It was bad. more. It was more about showing off the mountain and the like the uh, I can't remember what it's called a trolley like the thing that goes down the mountain oh, yeah. on a, a rail. There's a word for it, but um, cable car. Cable car. Thank you. That was gonna bug me. Yeah, but also uh, known in Japanese like as cable car. Yeah, because be, <laughs> and there were so many times where we just see them running away. Uh, so that way we can see them in a new location, moving yeah. through it, and it's just it's good for. It was probably really, really good for publicity at the time. Yeah. Uh, but as far as a like a standpoint, it's just like a long five minute scene where we're just like, okay, we get it, we know where this is going. You know. They had this in other shows too, like not even Japanese shows. Like, uh, I remember specifically there was a Doctor Who episode where they went to Paris, and it's just them like, huh, oh, look at this. They oh, went, look they, at that. Yeah, they would like go to the Louvre and all mm-hmm. that stuff. It, the whole thing was about like stealing the Mona Lisa. Well, we take and stuff like travel. that. I will I will say in its defense, we take stuff like that gra- for granted. Like we are now in a time where if I ever want to look up what's at the Louvre, I can just Google the Louvre. Yeah. I don't have to go to the Louvre to see what's in the Louvre. I wouldn't have to go to a library and look at a book and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where if I wanted to find out what's at whatever such and such mountain or whatever, I could seriously just type it. There's going to be a whole site. would be like, come to this and here, look at this and yeah. look at that. Come to here. Try these treats. You know, we'll know everything that's going to go on there. But yeah. Back in the day, there's no internet, you know. Um, so this is going to be like, wow, that looks really cool. Let's go there someday. You know, it's like so see pictures of the Grand uh, Canyon. Right now, what it is, like what's a lot similar now is uh, if you watch three uh, 360 videos in, like, uh, in yeah. like VR, it's just like it's, it's, it's super like odd, like being there but not being there. Right. Which is kind of like how this would be. Yes. Because yeah. you're like when you're, when you're watching – uh, Kamen Rider, and he's fighting in a random quarry, or he's fighting, or they're in the Touch Button Racing Club. You're like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but when you're like, oh, that's a real place I can go. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. like the odd part of it. Yeah. I mean, because these days we don't need Charles Dickens to explain to us what the street looks like yeah. because we can just go to Google Maps. <laughs> so we can just get straight to the action. And so, in some ways, it helps stories, and other ways, it kind of gets to those, uh, you know, uh, stories where they just go from action to action to action so yeah. fast that you can't do anything. I'm not talking about Common Rider. I'm just talking about stories in general. Yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, the fight <laughs> was used too much as a vessel to show off the mountain, yeah. I guess. So I agree there, definitely. Um. So what is your Sugoi? Random kids. That was like my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> like I thought I was going to say him jumping on the back of the, the motorcycle, even though he's stupid. It's just it was so unexpected. Yeah. And it was kind of funny almost because he's like, eh, and he's got the thing. And you're thinking, oh, he's going to drive. And he just jumps on it. But no, the random kids out of nowhere like, yeah, get him. It's like, <laughs> what is going on here? Am I having a stroke right now? <laughs> yeah. Did I miss something? It's so stupid. Uh, uh, so so my- it could be a suck on its own, but it's just. So my Segoy is the utter absurdity of like, I've been working on this for three years. <laughs> okay, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it. Let's turn it into water. Let's turn it into water, and there's no way that I'll ever have anything to do with this ever again. Yeah. There's no reason they come after me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if Shocker's going to come after us. <laughs> just I mean, re- if a giant squirrel-suited man is going to attack us, then Yeah, it's just the ridiculousness of like, you know, I've been working on this for three years. It's our hope to getting to Mars. But one group of people want to steal it. So we should destroy it. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was like the limit of what you needed to do to destroy something? It's just like, well, uh, somebody's going to steal it at some point and use it for their own gain. I guess it, we can. Yeah, might as well just destroy everything. Down. Yeah. <laughs> it's burned down. What's the point of my TV if somebody might want to steal it someday? Yeah. Somebody's gonna, <laughs> man, somebody can make that into a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so, World sucks, you know. Just the. Uh, it's just. Uh, it was just hilarious. But yeah, the t- the kids thing was awesome. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, now we have to look at the writer ranking. I do want to point out too that just uh, overall Segoy of Common Writer is that we can talk about things that would be sucks in any other series as if they're good. Yeah. <laughs> like both of those are sucks on any other show. Yes. <laughs> so right now, Nigo is below Kuga. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of get, it's getting it's so formulaic now, and if, in the way that it's other people doing things, him showing up and just taking out the bad guy, yeah. it's almost like he has no chance of getting yeah. a bump in the ratings right now. Yeah, there's nothing going on. Yeah. Plus, uh, we're in the middle of all these seasons where everything's getting juicy. Like yeah. everything's like wow. We're getting to the mid, uh, we're to, we're have we're to the halfway point in most of these shows. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's like so because, this, and the show has no character development because that's not the point of seventy one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like the only time that we he'll be will be bumped is when he does like cool, cool crazy things, like when he kicks the transformation out of people. Right. You know. Yeah. It's never like the character development of him. Right. Because it's like he has to renew it every week. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. I'm fine with leaving him there. Yeah. I mean, Ichigo did b- bump up last week, but that was because Valkyrie sucks so bad yeah. right now. She's my yeah. Uh, she needs a Kento right now. She needs to die. Yeah. Her death would probably bump her really high. <laughs> probably a cool scene too, like good for Fua. Yeah, I mean it's hard. Like I almost like, I mean that's that's a, sh- a discussion for zero one, but it's almost like take her off the list at this point. Yeah, is she like when was the last writer? time she transformed? Right. Gosh. <laughs> so like, put her in the legacy list already. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll just leave her t- till the end because she might redeem herself. I, f- I hope. I sincerely hope she gets something in the last bit. Yeah. So uh, the next episode of Common Rider 71 is Poisonous Monster Mushroom Morgue Attacks. Didn't we already have a mushroom? I feel like, oh, that was Kuga. Okay. Yeah, Kuga had a mushroom. Kuga had a mushroom. Okay. Because I, I was like, wait a minute. I could swear we just did a mushroom not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, I exp- I don't know. I want to see where they go with it, because um, I don't think this was too far off of. Uh, I think it was straight up called Attack of the Mushroom People, Japanese movie. Oh, totally weird. I recommend watching it one time, but don't expect it to be good. <laughs> I think it's a, technically a cult classic. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I just wonder how much of this is gonna be mushroomy as far as spores, or is it gonna be poisonous? But the thing is, okay, it says poisonous in the title. <sighs> the, the fact is, they they can say it's a poisonous mushroom, but we might not see anything that has to do yeah. with, you know, I'm talking about like, it could just literally be the the mushroom has mushroom missiles. The poison yeah. is a poison spore. That I will say to. that the mushroom monster looks messed up. Yeah? Like freaky messed up or messed up like, wow, they had no idea what they wanted to do with this. No, like, oh yeah, that would probably be what a mushroom monster would actually look like. Okay, okay, now you got me interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because but, like, I mean, we've talked about this before, but going into this, it says flying squirtle. We know from it that it's a squirrel. That flies, but supersonic speeds yeah. that destroy your insides. It's like, whoa, was not expecting that. Oh, yeah. Like, the thing is, it's like mushroomy, like, oh, obviously it tr- controls your mind. Yeah. Why not? It causes earthquakes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mushroom yeah. mushroom earthquakes. Um, it's in the ground. It's not so, it's not the most far-fetched thing we can. Yeah. In fact, the fact that we thought of it means that's not going to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, but our next episode will be in episode 23 of Common Rider Kuka, mm. entitled Uneasiness. Uh, Probably Jean uneasy about this whole situation. That's got nothing to do with him. <laughs> um. No, because we are working towards, I mean, that's the only problem that Common Rider really, uh, 71 really has. It's not working towards anything. Yeah, just going willy I mean, whether that's a good or a bad thing, 
Sometimes it is. Sometimes it preference. isn't. Preference. Yeah. Sometimes it means I think it's hundred percent depending on whether or not the episode was enjoyable. Yeah. Because sometimes when they're working towards something, they can't do anything else. Yeah. Like you can't have like a, a fun episode. Right. Because then that would just break the. You're like, wait, why did you waste my time with that? I want to see what happens with the bomb. The bomb's about to go off, man. Well, it's like. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't have, in Kuga, you won't have an episode where they're just like, let's go to Hokkaido. Right. Let's go to Hokkaido. Uh, yeah, let's just chill. Let's go to the beach. Yeah. I was actually about to bring up, like, what if there was an episode of 24, like, halfway through the season where they're just like, okay, let's just hang out on the beach for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we got time. I'm looking at my clock. We got time. Yeah. It's going to chill. We have a beach episode. And the bad guys will be there, too, but we'll not fight each other. Right. They're just over there, like, bullying some kid out of his ice cream. We're not going to fight each other because this, this is a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you want to tell us how uh, a beach episode would fit into Kuga, you can uh, email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on the website, fanboyopinion.com, and you can see what we're doing on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Um, so until next time, and last time, I've been Eric. <laughs> and I'm Eugene. And we will see you next time.